This is Jared Cardelson, and this is the podcast Future Vision First, where we move you from information to insight. The goal and the mission of this podcast is to educate at least 100,000 people about the impacts of the third industrial revolution moving into the fourth industrial revolution and to equip people with the necessary mindsets that they need to succeed in this new world of work and life. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at collaboration. And in discussing collaboration, we're going to be looking at how collaboration affects the individual. What does collaboration mean in understanding our history of how we've worked together in the past? How does collaboration influence you and change the way you need to start thinking and working with other people? So it's no surprise in today's world that we have so much more technology to connect with. And that is mainly due to social media. In fact, in a perspective of academics who wrote the rise of Generation C, implications for the world of 2020, we have a baby sitting with a laptop. And this is an apt description of the way young people grow up today. They are digital natives. They understand how to use and leverage technology in ways that older generations didn't have the opportunity to and did not think of. In this sense, they understand how to use social media for their personal lives. But do they understand how to use social media to leverage um, in issues relating to society or business? And the answer is yes, we are seeing that more and more. I'm going to give you an example of social use and I'm going to give you an example of business use. So an example of social use is the 2012 Arab Spring Uprising where young people in the Middle East use Facebook and social media as a means to organize mass protests against the government. This was clearly a sign that the young people were fed up of what was going on in the government. And it's important to realize the use of social media to organize these protests. Furthermore, this is also going on in Brazil as well, with people as young as 22 and 23 being elected into government. So the power of social media and young people rising in mass connected is staggering. It's amazing. It's outstanding. It hasn't been seen before in history. The interconnectivity enables so many possibilities never before seen. On a business example, we have the recent billionaire, Ben Francis, who was 19 years old and is now only nine years later, eight years later, and he's built himself a business off the back of his parents' garage and using social media and influencer tools. Now, this is by no means saying it's not hard work. This is by no means saying that there is a quick fix, but it shows that there are new possibilities for collaboration, new possibilities for connectivity. And this is important because Online communication and collaboration is one of our digital intelligence skills defined as the ability to use technology effectively to communicate and collaborate collectively, including at a distance. So COVID-19, the pandemic has obviously sped this up with people doing 
work for the moment, people doing school for the moment. But it's only going to increase. As technology allows for greater interconnectivity, people can meet others around the world at a fraction of cost that they used to. This enables greater collaboration on projects, greater collaboration on intellectual work, greater collaboration. And this collaboration needs new possibilities and new opportunities that have never been seen before. So these skills are very important and it's important that we understand how to use our interpersonal, emotional and cognitive skills to build these online communities and to construct these communities where experts can meet with different experiences and insights. A clear example of this is the use of the website Quora. Quora is an American Q&A website which allows people to post questions which then get answered by the community. This then means that those answers that are seen by the community as good are upvoted. So we have a collective knowledge bank. This definitely rivals the old tradition of high school and university where knowledge is held by a few individuals to a collective knowledge bank having solutions to problems ranging from the practical such as woodwork to the academic and philosophical. And this is enabled through the interconnectivity of being online. So it's important for us to see how this works. A further example in the workspace is LinkedIn. LinkedIn enables people from a similar career or people with a similar interest to connect in the workspace and it's powerful for making new connections. The issue is, even though we have such a great amount of connectivity, which enables a lot of collaboration, the issue is that we have not leveraged it simply because it's not being taught. We have not leveraged it simply because we are not teaching our young kids and learners and even adults how to use this technology as a means to find what they need, to find what they want, to expand their horizons, to travel further, to experience new things. And this is why it's important for digital intelligence to understand communicating and collaborating online to solving problems. And this obviously creates new interesting ways to solve problems because different people have different perspectives. So this is a general breakdown of how collaboration has been moving. And as a final point, I want to show you how collaboration and communication is changing from a historical perspective. So in the past, businesses would think of their success only or companies would think of their success only. And people go to work would only think of their little small area that they're working in and improving their company. Nowadays, because of internet connectivity, because of um, more job opportunities online, because of people who are constantly moving and communicating and connecting, those old structures and hierarchies no longer stand firm because people are able to move fluidly based on their communication, based on their collaboration. Projects do not necessarily need to occur within a country. Or within a company and in that sense the worker is empowered within this do-it-yourself society 
However, with that comes a responsibility to make sure that you have the necessary skills to be successful in this new world of work. With that comes a responsibility to make sure that you understand how to actually make projects that are impactful and that don't fall down. Many startups fail within the first year. And there are many reasons for this, but we need to understand how to leverage this new online community, online communication, online collaboration. And so as usual, I always leave you with a takeaway. How can you apply this to your life? How does this affect you? And what you should start doing is looking at LinkedIn, trying to connect with people in careers that you see interesting, people at the forefront of careers um, on the cutting edge and connect with those people. Another thing to do is to recognize skills that you have and begin to look online for people with similar skills to YouTube videos and ask how you can collaborate with them. Furthermore, you can connect with people in your community and discuss an issue and try to look at solutions for that issue by raising awareness through online platforms. Finally, creating more groups, developing the connector within you, recognize where there is a need for a group and connect people, bring them together so that solutions can be thought about together, right? That's the empowering thing is it requires you to take the initiative and connect with other people to solve problems that are bigger than the individual and bigger than one mind to solve those problems through communication, through connection and through collaboration. The picture of a baby with a laptop is no hoax. This is the way that digital natives are growing up and we need to be educated in its advantages and its disadvantages. I hope this episode has been insightful to you. Remember, the future belongs to those who created and we must not be afraid of tomorrow because we face tomorrow with the same tools that we face today with. This is Jerry Carlson moving you from information to insight.